Hello, my lovely opportunists. My name is Winter. I'm the editor and player character of Charity. I just wanted to give everyone a quick reminder to follow our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Thank you for tuning back in and we hope you enjoy. So let's go ahead and go down the line. Let's introduce our players today. Let's start with Eve. Winter. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I was just like, I'm interesting. Okay. Hi, I'm Winter, and I play Charity, the Tiefling Cleric. And Red? Hi, I'm I'm Redda. That's what I was just about to say. (laughs) Off to a great start. Right. Hey, that, would, that that's a cool backup na- uh, name if you ever lose right your name. <laughs> um, my my name is Etta and or Red and I play Maggie, the human bard, glamour bard. That bard, that bard, that bard. And Rodeo? Hi, I'm Max, otherwise known as Rodeo, and I play Asan Goldand, half elf fighter cavalier. All right. I'm Corey, I'm the dungeon master, y'all know me. So, uh, last time you guys had figured out a small plan in order to continue traveling the cart, uh, as you guys were able to also relax inside the manor, uh, take some time to yourself, some really, I don't know, give yourself a rest for a while because it's been wild. That being said, uh, you guys woke up the next morning, you had met a creature or person, some people might say one of the other, uh, a skeletal being uh, who said he'd been with the house for a little while, so that he worked there, and that he was also uh, uh, had knowledge of charity when she was little, which was a little strange for most. Um, Kind of my mom. Yeah. With that, uh, I think we're going to start up with... Uh, Edmund's going to slip out because he's going to go to the door to speak to... Or no, who's who's taking the, the door first? Who's traveling on the cart while be, you guys stay in the town? That would be Charity. And Everett. Uh, Charity and uh-huh. Everett, that's right. So, uh, Edmund will head back up to his room. Uh, at some point, you guys will have noticed that uh, uh, one of your one of your members, uh, Willem, uh, will kind of slip from the room. Uh, you won't see him for probably about an hour or two. Uh, so it's pretty much just Maggie and Aeson and Edmund in the castle. Well, not castle, but mansion. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying. <clears throat> um, if I remember correctly, too, they all yelled at Aeson to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Did you had stayed up the day before? Uh, he didn't get the best sleep. No. Hmm. Uh, that's right. Didn't you roll a constitution roll? No, I just I snuck out of bed to go write that letter. 
to Zachariah, uh, and the knight was not it did not treat him very well. All right. Uh, so you'll go to sleep. That'll probably take you maybe I'd say about three hours to get like at least something that'll that'll kind of put some energy in you. All right. So Asan is out. So it's looks like Charity's going to have to probably drive the cart. Yes. How's her dexterity? Because it's looking like, uh, I guess we could do a straight dex roll. Is there? Who has training? Is there any kind of specific? Uh, land, land Charity land has land vehicles. I was about to say oh, she's charities. been. Yes, yeah, she's, she's been does. doing this for a while. All right, could you roll that for me? Pretty sure that rolls off decks. I'm not sure. I think it might be wisdom. Not it's not wisdom. It's the other uh... charisma. Why would what? No, Why would it be it's... charisma. Because animal handling is charisma. Animal That's handling true. is no intelligence. Uh, intelligence. Yeah, Asan's proficient in animal handling. Let's see. It automatically pulled it up to roll off strength. I could see that too. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's a 24. Can you give me a 1D100? It's 47. Oh, 47. Okay. Oh, ooh. Okay. Uh, so you and the cart, uh, along with Everett, will start rolling down the way. Again, you guys probably have something like a chest or a small lock. Something that's easy that you can just kind of click into, turn the key, open the gate, etc. Uh, just kind of with you. Because right? those are really the only requirements through the key and a keyhole. Give me a quick perception, because I don't. I need to know if maybe you're even going to catch what's going to happen. That's I'm too six. focused on the road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So with the six, it's going to seem like mostly a, a normal day. Uh, it's not going to be too heavily hot as you guys are coming back down again. <clears throat> you are kind of edging these rocks, but you're coming more into the poke plains. So the temperature is going to start going back down into kind of a normal range. So we're looking at like 64, maybe 62 degrees, not too hot, not too cold. Kind of just like that, that, that nice temperature. That being said, you can start to see a glimpse of trees up ahead of you. Uh, and as you guys continue throughout the day, uh, you're going to finally make it closer and closer to those trees. Uh, I need to measure it out real quick. Let's see. Because I think you guys... No, just just barely. Yeah. So you guys will probably stop for the day. I'd say probably two hours away from the tree line of the forest that you need to head to. And of course they'll, they'll look their gnarly kind of way from that, that deep fog that kind of rolls near groggy Hill. 
because you'll see that fog start thickening in too the closer you get to the trees. Oh, joy. Yeah. It's been a while since you've seen this fog, but upon seeing it, you, you just, it, it's like it clicks. It's like, this will get worse, and you know it. Charity's going to sigh and look over at Ever and go, you ready to deal with some uh, difficult terrain? What do you mean? This fog is just going to keep getting thicker. Okay. So, how much time can you spend here? Are we on like a time frame or can we go slow? She's just going to pause and think for a moment, just trying to figure out how long it's going to uh, take to get down there and if somehow magically he's able to help with the cure for Maggie's mother, how long then it'll take to get back up to uh, Dalesville. I... Well, I thought they were in Eris currently. Yes, because Dalesville is not doing so hot. Right, yes. I apologize, I did forget that. Well, no, that's cool. Let's take a look at this, because I don't think we've taken a look at this yet. So if you guys traveled around 30 miles a day from here, so there's one day. Two days will be getting you to your destination. That's two. So let's do, there's three. Probably like four there. So probably about like a, a week and a half to get to Eris, mentioned by that. Alright, so she'll look at him after uh, running the numbers in her head a little bit and just rub her temples a bit and go. It might be pushing it, but I'd prefer to go slower to stay on track. So yeah, we should just go slow. Well, the slowness might be a good idea. But uh, the good news is I don't think we'll lose him. And he'll kind of, like, tap his nose. And she'll just smile really right. That is quite helpful. Yeah. Uh, especially when I lose a few of my items. So I could woof and you'll, you'll never lose it. It's great. Oh, shit. Is that his accent? Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. Can I ask you something, Everett? Sure, I guess. What happened after you uh, left? And how did he, uh, Sebastian, get you to leave? He wouldn't give me a straight answer. Oh, he shrank me. He touched me and he shrank me because I told him to take his hand off me. Right. I don't like being touched. I can understand that. Honestly, he shouldn't be touching you in the first place. I didn't particularly like. I just. I don't understand him. I'm just gonna get frustrated if I keep talking about him. But I just. I don't know. I don't like being uh, fed half truths. 
die, sorry. I eventually headed to the point where we had talked about, looked into the forest, and uh, he eventually found me. I didn't find him. Uh, he told me where to find something with, uh, within a deal. Thankfully, I did do that deal. I can't talk about it. It's not bad, it just... Yeah. So, then I found uh, what I needed in order to control it. You're gonna see, like, an awkward glance, like him making sure, like, there's nobody around. Well, I'm glad you found what you were looking for. It worried me that uh, we didn't get to finish that. I feel like there are a lot of half-finished quests that we end up with. That's life, though. Everything's pretty much a half-finished quest until it's finally come to an end. Usually that never usually ends well for an adventure, so... It's usually a tomb or a forest taken by a troll or turned into a troll's wife it's creepy lore yeah, I'm just sitting here trying not to laugh <laughs> thinking about Maggie being dragged away and then biting the troll <laughs> no <laughs> oh Maggie no. Um, Charlie will just smile over it for a bit and just kind of sit in silence. Um, and then pipe up. If you want to go, uh, if we want to stop, you can, and you're getting tired, you could always go wake, uh, Aislinn or Maggie up to come sit out here. And then, uh, I'll trade off with one of them. Uh, it's good. I don't really sleep that much does that feel awkward I'm sorry if that's a weird question but like do you understand what I mean I mean going from sleeping every night to only sleeping once every four days it's different but it's not bad I'm glad that uh, my ramblings made sense there that's exactly what I was trying to ask Oh, that's fine. The worst part is the fleas. Citrus oil. What's a citrus? You know, like, um, fruit, oranges, lemons. It'll well, make you sticky for a while, but if you wash it out, it should get rid of fleas. Wait, are you telling me to put it in my hair or eat it? <laughs> to bathe in the juice. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, need a big tub and a lot of oranges then. We used to cut a lemon or an orange in half and rub it and like press it against the uh, pets in the uh, village in Kroka anytime they were a pet with fleas. Who's um, we? Just some me and some of my friends in the temple. Okay. 
Just making sure you're not like part of the fated cloak or anything. <laughs> no. Uh, what's that? Uh, he'll give a side smirk, but when you kind of say, what's that? He'll just be like, uh, it's no good. Let's put it that <laughs> Leave it at that, apparently. All right. <clears throat> it's not good. It's actually been a problem in the, uh, in the area for a while. We got a band of people actually looking for the favorite cloak. But they're just whispers. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Oh, it's another problem, right? You're telling me. House forest is getting full of, uh, and then, you know he'll he'll kind of like gesture to himself. I've heard about that. Yeah. So of course that's going to mean that more and more people are going to become skeptical of werewolves throughout the day, no matter where you're at, whether you be near Truma or halfway on your way to freaking Ares. I do suspect that with you guys traveling with me. It, might become an issue. I just hope you guys understand that. We can only do what we can do, right? It should be alright. Huh. Right, well. Yeah. He's just gonna go quiet. I know that you don't need to sleep, but I should probably uh, start thinking about when I'm headed to bed. Yeah. Yeah, go through the zoomy zoom. I'll be here. Maggie, I did you have anything you guys wanted to do before Charity comes back? I mean, Maggie would just want to make sure that Aeson was asleep, and then, I mean, if she needs to sleep, she would, but if not, she would be going down to go look around the castle for any more information about, you know, her family and everything that was just told to her about the, from the skeleton guy, or even try to find the skeleton guy to talk to him more. I'm sure Aeson, with Maggie's attention, would be sleeping just fine. Meanwhile, you guys can still hear Hogglesburg, uh, your your undead servant, meandering through the halls, lightly humming a tune as he cleans and dusts. So, what are we gonna do? Just uh, well, just wake after, up, or are you okay? After a while, you will wake up, uh, and eventually. Charity will come through the front door after her, uh, her round. Charity's just gonna look up and call out and try to yell through the manor as loudly as she can. Alright, who's going next? Maggie's gonna, like, warm her way out of Aeson's arms and be like, oh, so, 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 I'm done, I, I need to see fresh air. 
Yes, let's uh, let's go. She's like sprinting out the door. Charity will go up to bed and collapse then <laughs> after laughing and uh, patting Maggie on the back. All right. Uh, Edmund will come pittering out of his room and follow up Aggie. Uh, yeah, Mag- Aggie. Aggie. And then Aggie. follow up Maggie and Aeson. So he's looking like he's coming with you. You, you coming as well, uh, uh, Edmund? Mm-hmm. Come on, boys! Wonderful. She's like sprinting out so in the snow. What about Edmund coming with you? <laughs> no, okay. he's just tired. It's not. It's not. He he's not used to sleeping like late like this. So you know when you sleep on an off schedule and you feel like mm-hmm. dog shit waking up. That's what he's going through right now. You can get that even when you've slept too much. Yeah, yeah. that's, like that's a huge days. thing. Um, so the three of you will go out, uh, and Edmund's going to kind of look to Everett, and uh, they're going to exchange a few comments. Uh, Everett will chuckle. Uh, he'll ruffle uh, the top of Edmund's head, which Edmund will not look happy about. <laughs> like, at all. Uh, Maggie's enjoying it. <laughs> uh, but then Everett will go inside. You're, you're not going to see like the the usual Edmund burst of just like "fuck you, don't touch me." Ah! Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're just gonna. He's gonna get it. Like, mm, okay, don't touch me. Three, two, one, and back onward. Yay! He's being a little less temperamental. Oh, puberty. Okay, so. The three of you will take lead. Uh, you'll you'll head out of the thing. Uh, Everett will head inside. Uh, you'll see him kind of shift through the doorway, and the only thing that you'll see after that is like a, a large uh, black blob going through all the snow, kind of flopping through it, like flicking it into the air. You ever see like a puppy in, on its first snow day? Yes. Pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, because Maggie was definitely head of the group. <laughs> Yeah. So eventually that portal will close. Uh, Edmund will kind of uh, pull the key out of it. <clears throat> and then uh, let me do a dex save here. Dex? Yeah. Let's see. Ooh, that's an 11. Did he hit see. himself in the face with a snowball? No. I gotta do something here real quick. That's 19. So something is going to swoop from the trees. It's gonna grasp something. And then it's gonna swoop through the other clearing of the trees. Uh, and it, it, it was so quick. It was so fast. Uh, and it looked almost transparent, like it had some sort of camouflage to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Uh, Edmund will notice that he is no longer holding the key. God damn it. No! Maggie's going to blink and she's going to be like, Please tell me there's a key still in your hand. Please. He's running. (laughs) He's running in the direction uh, he thinks it took. Aeson will 
can Aeson take a scan to see if he can see if he saw which way it went? Sure, give me a quick perception check. I think I clicked the wrong nice. one. Nice. That's a sleight of hand. And you, it was a nat 20. <laughs> uh, can I just take the nat 20 because my thing was scrolling? Do you have uh, any kind of advantage? Do you have uh, inspiration? I don't have it marked down, but I have... So normally I have it. I have, I have um, Which, proficiency in perception, and I don't say it. It's okay. Uh, so you get a twenty. Uh, what is your proficiency bonus? Uh, yeah, what's your bonus for your plus four? Okay, so that's a natural twenty-four. So you're going to get a glimpse, and underneath of that that kind of wavy look, uh, that weird kind of situation where it kind of reflects a bit of what's behind it through it uh, in a way that it distorts things around it there is going to be a figure inside it's going to be very thin it's going to be very wispy uh, it's going to be donned in a very dark cloak the hair will be a vibrant white and then the last thing you're going to notice is the bright green flame essence pupils uh, that it will have for about three three milliseconds uh, as you guys will will cross eyes. Um, Maggie is going to raise an eyebrow. Is is Edmund running in the right direction? Uh, yes. All right. Aeson's going to point right there. Something flying, green flame eyes. Don't know. Uh, can I make a check of some sort to see if I've ever heard of anything like this? Uh, sure. What would it be? Uh, you can use pretty much anything you like, but it might get you varying information. So you can use history, and you can see if there's anything historical it might attach to. Arcana, again, magic. Um, now that but, he's pointed this out, I can see it too, right? Uh, kind I mean, he's of, pointed it out. Like, you won't see the details, but you'll, you'll, like, take your word that there was a form there. Um, Even though roll. he was like, it, I point, he's like, I pointed, and it's right there. So it's more like an active camouflage. He caught it at its weakest moment to see through oh, it, okay. which was the natural 20. My bad. Um, I was just making sure yeah, I was... Seven for history. Yeah. Um, historically? God, it could be, it could be a spirit. It could be a creature. It could be some sort of... Uh, race that has some sort of camouflage ability. Maybe it's like some sort of gecko people. Gecko I mean, people. there's. I mean, there's a lot of things that it could be, but with just those details that you have, there's nothing you can really narrow it down with. All right. Well, Asan will will haul after it with Edmund. Uh, Maggie will be right behind them. Okay. Um, so eventually Edmund is going to <laughs> go out of breath. He's, he's not the most athletic of people. Um, so probably a lot quicker, uh, coming out of breath than Aeson would. So as he's sitting there breathing, uh, Maggie, you'd probably finally catch up to an Aeson just as you're probably getting your stride. You notice them kind of start to slow down. Aeson's going to keep going. He knows how important this key is. Okay. Yeah, Maggie would uh, 
stand beside it, uh, stand beside Edmund and be like, Okay, um, <clears throat> we need to keep going. I know this is a, this is a trek, but we gotta, whoo! Okay. So, so kind of in that moment where you stop and talk, I'd say that gets Max probably, well, I should say Max, Rodeo. That should get Rodeo probably a good 20 feet, 30 feet ahead of you guys. Okay. Dogged determination. <coughs> yes. Maggie's going to be like, okay. All right. Okay. Okay, let's go. And she's going to start sprinting again. Okay. God, this isn't like tag like it when we were younger, and I don't like it. <laughs> she's screaming that as she's running. Yeah. He is He is in a singular focus right now to get this key back. He does not want to lose Charity and Everett. Oh, wait, is Everett yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. So. Maggie and Charity, this this uh, this view might be a little bit familiar. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's the God Eater, isn't it? Hold up. Hold on. Wait. Oh, it's more. Never mind. Uh, wait. How far ahead of he is me? Uh, probably about. I let's say a solid thirty feet. Because he's still ditching it. Solid thirty feet, stop. right? You said thirty feet, correct? Yes. I can see the key in his hand. No, no, no. I'm saying you can see Asan 30 feet ahead of you. I didn't Damn know it, you were I was going to be like, Mage Hand, motherfucker, but never mind. Um, so, as you finally hit the clearing, there's not really anything to hide behind. Um, there's not really going to be any kind of shading. And as the sun kind of shines upon the area, uh, oh. you're going to notice a figure that will reveal themselves it's gonna look like this so yeah he'll uh he'll pocket the key pretty quickly uh does maggie catch up is yeah. this is is a just like looking at him like and he's i don't want to drag my token up and it be monster maggie but this is what yeah. it's gonna be <laughs> oh yeah yeah no he's just he's sitting there he's just pocketing and everything Hand it back. <laughs> Good one. Can you shrink my token, Corey? Because it won't let me. Uh oh yeah, sure. Monster You're Maggie. <laughs> Monster Mash. Maggie's gonna spread to be like, oh, okay. Oh, she has her hands on her knees. Okay. And then she looks up. Excuse me! That doesn't belong to you! <laughs> Can I please have it back? <laughs> no. Well, that's all right. <laughs> Why did you uh, take it? Uh, that's a good question, isn't it? Oh, you're gonna be annoyed. No, 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 I'm not going to be annoying. I'm just not going to give you anything about this. You see, I've been hired to do a job. It's simple. I've got the job. Now I just need you to do something for me. Uh, how about no? Asan is smelling his rose right now. What if I told you it was very simple? And what if I told you that we don't take, we don't take orders from people that steal from us? Don't, don't think of it as an order. Think of it more like a trade. Quid pro quo. Why would we want to trade with a person that just stole from us? 
we don't even know you. We don't, you know, you you haven't really bringed up your credibility. Uh, your credit. You so know. he'll start to float probably about two, f- about twenty more feet up above the ground. Can okay. I make a Can I make a reaction to grab his to try to grab his leg before he can start floating too far? Because I'm right up there. Well, I mean, you're ten I, feet away from him. Oh, I, I was saying I was running up right to him. I wasn't stopping until I got right up on him. I'm gonna say you could try, but he's gonna he's gonna float higher than you can reach. I got a good athletics, man. I'll jump for it. I mean, you can. I can't tell you. There's gonna be a high success rate for that. All right. Let's see what uh, let's see what the bones said. One time, I want you to roll one nat twenty, please, dear God. Uh, seventeen. Better than a seven. Um, you're gonna get close. You're gonna almost touch him. You're gonna touch the boot, and your hand's gonna go right through him. Damn. Okay. All right. I'll try to make a deal. I guess I'll just turn this into him. It's cool. It's it's only half the thing. You know, I can deal with that. That's that's like six hundred gold. Going to pull out her violin. I mean, her not her violin, a viola, and she's gonna look at him with a very angered look on her face. No one takes charity away from me. Okay. Uh, so are you casting this? Yes. Okay. So this is Crown of Madness. Takes one action, uh, one humanoid, concentration up to one minute. Uh, one humanoid of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed uh, for the duration. While the target is charmed in this way, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears in the head uh, and madness grows in its eyes. Charm target must use an action before moving on its turn against any creature other than itself. You mentally choose. Oh. Okay. We can do this. Let's do this. Okay. Here we go. Oh, okay. Cool. That's a 17. Uh, yeah, he saves because my DC's 14. <laughs> you... <clears throat> You'll you'll start to play, uh, and then you'll just kind of feel like there's a sense that he's he's barely on the material plane. So this this is just gonna whiff right past him. And he'll stop. Probably about forty feet in the air. You know, we could always take that deal. And like again, he'll slowly be moving further and further out of your reach. What's the deal? Mason. I'm not losing Death's trinket. Maggie's gonna look at the boy. My question is for DM, does uh does Edmund not have anything to say about any of this? Uh, Edmund's pushing through books, reading tomes. Uh, I'm going to give him an Arcana roll. It's a 15. Does he have anything we can do with it? Let me scroll through his his list here. Let's let's see if he's got anything. Uh, 
I mean, it'll hit him, but we don't know how strong this guy is, so... He's got something that'll hit him, and he'll look like he can deal damage, but he, he, he doesn't look sufficient enough to think that he can destroy it completely. But he doesn't seem to have anything that would slow it down. So, you know, when you when you finally look over to him after he's been pouring through his pages, after he's been looking and thinking, uh, you know, he'll just look over and just go, you know, he's got that, that, that raised shoulder that I don't know what to do kind of look. Um, is, um, question to Edmund and Asan, are you guys wearing necklaces by chance? Uh, nope. Uh, Edmund's not. Okay. Any jewels? Anything that we can pass off? Uh, I mean, he's got a dagger. <laughs> no. That's it. I got my brooch. Yeah, no, Maggie wouldn't take that. So what do you say? What would, what, would, what would you say if you gave me the key and I can get you what you seek? I say, I open the door, you wait, you go through, I stand here and wait with this key. When you give me the talisman, the key is yours, and we'll just leave. You'll never see me again. Ever. I doubt that. No, I promise I you that. that. I promise I you don't, I, I don't take promises from thieves. Whatever. Your choice. She's gonna be like, alright, we'll take it. Now open the door. He'll pull a small lock out from his hand, or like from his pocket. He'll put the key into it and twist it, and the door will open up on the ground below him. Maggie's gonna sprint inside. And she's going to sprint through the snow. Hickson will stay out here and watch this guy and make sure he doesn't try to pull a fast one. Is that going to start leaning back like he's laying in a hammock? Um, Maggie's going to sprint into the house. Charity! I hate to wake you, but Charity! Charity's going to hear Maggie screaming and run downstairs. Hands on her shoulders and very violently, like, excuse me, what's wrong? What happened? Why are you screaming? <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay, so, there's this guy outside, took the key, right? Okay, so anyways, I am, you know, uh, obviously here, because he made a quote-unquote, and she does fingers, deal with us to trade this key for the, for Hades Adam But, but, before you go any further, I know you have it, but... It's, he seems like he's not from this plane at all. And I think we could maybe trick him. But I'm going to need your help. Charity's going to look up and look around and just call out for Hogglesburg. You'll hear a lot of clashing, some pans and stuff falling. 
a plate shattering, skinny bones clinking as they come up the stairs, and then he'll stop in the doorway and kind of tip his Charlie hat. Charlie will yes. when she hears the plates crash, and when he comes up, just go, sorry. Um, okay. Oh, that's good to know. So, apparently, there is a gentleman outside looking for Hades' amulet. I wanted to know if you had anything we could pass off as said trinket. Hades amulet. Hades yes. amulet. Uh, uh, have you checked the domicile? The what? The domicile. And he'll point downward. Oh! She's gonna be like, okay. Um. Okay. And she's gonna go sprint down. Charity will follow. Probably a little bit more calmly. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so you guys will... I, I'm sure you guys will head down to the the one room, pull the the book, and head yep. down into the area. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, again, plenty of, tome, plenty of tomes, just kind of littering shelves. Uh, table in the center, pretty dusty. Uh, this room doesn't seem to be being repaired. 14 investigation okay. to look around Thanks. and try to find something that would work. Same. And I rolled a 20. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, as far as items, they have a few ingredient pieces here. As they have black candles, they've got wax, they've got pig's, free, yeah, pig's feet, tails, uh, snake eyes, uh, tongue of frog, uh, that kind of stuff, but nothing that looks like. Can I look for a scroll of minor illusion? Uh, yeah, because I rolled a twenty-two. So, I mean, twenty is good, but I can only give you what's in there, and I, I don't think there's any magic scrolls in there. Not of the spellcasting variety. It's mostly lore down there. But the Hogwarts sent us down there, so. I mean, it—it's the only place he knew that might have something. It doesn't mean that it would have something. Charity's gonna pull out the amulet and inspect it and try to get some kind of idea for what they could do. Okay. So again, you, you see this amulet that's been kind of—you've been carrying it for a while, and it's—it's. It's, had this dark kind of aura with it and you've you felt that every day both you and Maggie were carrying it this thing looks malicious it's it's so black in some places you can't tell if it's slime or just the hardened soul of the person who made it uh, there's bones kind of sticking from it and there's uh, kind of old ragged feathers attached to this thing it's, it's just kind of like a gnarly really bad totem Maggie you said that he seemed yeah. like he wasn't on this plane, right? Like he was kind of incorporeal. Yes, I tried to cast a spell on him, and yeah, he didn't right. do anything. Let's but. try to look around and see if there's any lore on a creature like him. See if this room has any kind of idea of how to That's fight it. That's what I was it. thinking too. That's what I was thinking too. Um, there's also, I don't know if I could do it. Actually, probably not. 
There's also a spell I could try to find something about. What is it? Um, it's where I could bind him to a certain plane, but I don't know if I could do that. Probably not. It's a very high level. But... Hmm. Do you want us... She's gonna just start looking. Yeah. I have, okay. a, I have an out-of-character question. Yeah. Isn't the the Amulet of Hades something we're supposed to keep onto at, like, all costs? Why do you think we're struggling yeah. so hard to find yeah. a way to not hand it over? Yeah, no. I'm gonna... If if you guys ever get a lull, I want to get a quick talk-in with Edmund, if I can. Alright, yeah. Um, since they're in the door, let's put Maggie here. I'd say he's probably a good 30-40 feet. If you weren't being too loud about it, you probably could get a, a small conversation in with Edmund. Alright. I'll walk up to Edmund and, uh... Raysan will walk up to Edmund and uh, like lean in. What's your take on this? Uh, I don't know. Is, is there anything we could do to bring him down? Dude, he's a ghost, but he's far more than any ghost that I've recognized. So he'll he'll kind of push over a small book, which is is his book. It's got a couple of pages on ghosts, and a lot of it's Arcana. So a lot of it's going to go right over your head. Yeah. <gasps> Wait a minute. Uh, so basically, the book shows depictions of ghosts having one thing leaving them back in the world. That's it. One thing tying them to the mortal plane. If that thing is completed or defeated, that creature will then pass on. So yeah, I'm guessing, I'm guessing Edmund's like explaining this to Asan, like as as Asan's reading the book. Pretty much. Um, problem is, is this guy has been here for so long. He's so old. He's burst through the subconscious barrier. He is actively animate. He is immortal. Kind of, in a way. If we could banish him, I mean, if you're a cleric, if, if you had somebody who could banish demons or, or anything like that, then we might have a chance because he's a ghost. But he's an old one. Maybe not even old, he's a strong one. Maybe you could consume power some way. I, I, I don't know, but he's more advanced than the most ghosts that I've, I've read about. I can't even say I've seen them. So there's no fighting him. It's either give him the amulet or we lose the key. I mean, unless we got some sort of magic item that will stop him from going untouchable, he can choose to pretty much interact with Will. Thing, pretty much anything at Will. Your hand slipped right through him. He grabbed the key and we still can't touch him. He can choose what he touches and what he doesn't want touching him. That's why a lot of ghosts have all this power, but their mind is so focused on that one thing, they can't break free of it. Something has given him the power to break free of it. I don't even know what it is. This is not a good situation we find ourselves in, then. And none of my magic. I mean, I don't think there's anything that I have that 
target's ghost. I mean, I do have magic missile, which will always hit my target. But yes, but is, if he's as powerful as you say, is it is it wise to poke the dog? That's the point. I don't know if it'll even kill him. Do you, can you use your, I've seen uh, magic users use like an invisible or a floating hand before. Do you have that? Mage hand? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. Could you the key from him? I mean, I don't have it. Mm. I have mending, ray of frost, firebolt, prestidigitation, but I don't have that. And any of the other abilities I have can only hit physical creatures. Well, just... I don't even know if Trump person will work on him because he's technically not even a person. Just make sure you stay safe since we don't know what this guy can do. I'm just going to ready a spell called Mage Armor. It's a good plan. So lucky. So, girls, down in the basement, go ahead and give me, uh, just give me some investigation checks. Let's, let's kind of look for some books and pages. That's a 10. Oh, why? <laughs> I'm going to do lucky. That's a 7. Um, and wait. Can... Oh, okay. Well, 13 is better than a 10. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so that was your lucky? Yeah. Okay. So a seven and a thirteen. Uh, I'd say with a thirteen, uh, Maggie, you're gonna come across uh, a page of something known as the Ascended Ghost. I, I think I, I got something. And, like look over her shoulder. So the Ascended Ghost is a creature who. Their existence has been found, but there's an item that they're attached to. 90% of these creatures are slaves. There is something pulling the strings behind them because that person is holding on to what is keeping them in this world. They're probably even looking to pass on, but they can't because they can't even destroy what they want to destroy to pass on. And they can't find it themselves because the item is still in existence. And they're still connected to it emotionally. And that, that doesn't really change. Not not all too often. So you could spend millennia stuck to an item. Uh, and, and it just kind of lays out the history of, of the information of, of the birth of these things. Um, it could be maybe a wife is really attached to... Um, her wedding ring. Uh, so she dies in a horrible accident and she is forever attached to that wedding ring, uh, no matter if it's with her husband or if it's with the sixth lady who got it from her husband because he found it from just the right shop, just the right cut for just the right person. It's kind of a scary thought. Charity, um, look at read that all that and then go maybe we can talk our way out of this bargain it so that he's on our side 
That's what I was thinking. I like it. Right, I'm gonna go give the amulet to uh, Hogglesburg. That way, it Should stays keep... away from him. Yeah, good idea. Uh, we should get a necklace or something that we can say is the amulet, but we don't have to give it to him. Just be like, oh, it's right I feel here, like that blah, would just blah, 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 and then be like, wait, him. we want to talk. And I don't quite feel comfortable yeah. lying. I mean, that's what we're doing. Mm, how so? I don't intend on lying. I intend of telling him that perhaps we could help him find the object he's stuck to, and if he wants to leave, we could help him leave. Opposed to trying to eternally do things for someone else until they release him. But what if he doesn't? Then... What if he likes this? There are some weirdos out there. Then we go wake up Everett and drag him with us. That way everyone is on this side of the door, and if we lose the key, we lose the key. Hmm. I know, right? I'm so sad about that. Um, Maggie's gonna nod, and she's gonna be like, you probably should just get Everett. Just in case things... Yeah, yes, that's what I said. <laughs> Go get Everett and have everyone leave. Oh, I thought you meant... Oh, okay, I'm sorry. My, And she's just going to go down upstairs to go wait by the door. So, Rodeo, are you holding the, the rose? You bet I am. All right, it's going to activate. <clears throat> Uh-oh. So you'll see those petals. They'll start to kind of glide together, slowly forming into uh, this nice rigid uh, red blade with a curve just by the hilt. Very sturdy... Um, I guess you could say almost crystalline like structure almost. It's very jagged, so it's I don't know the best way to describe it. How would you describe it? Uh, I think you did a really good job there. Okay. Uh, so again, that'll activate. There's a, a kind of like a particle effect around it. There's like little sheens of red that are slowly like drifting around it, kind of like a kind of like a lightning bug in the sky. Uh, I, he sounds like looking at, he didn't activate it, so he's, uh, he's feeling weird, but he's, he's got it now. He's holding it. All right. Uh, stand next to Edmund. Do you feel like it's, uh, not really necessary at the moment? Uh, no, he'll keep it activated. He, like, with this, he'll, he, he feels like, hey, it activated itself, so, you know, maybe it knows something I don't. All right. Do me a quick thing. Roll me a 1d50, please. Oh, all right. Oh, my... My, my 20. Oh, 20 uh, backed out of it, so... Hold on, just launching the game really quick. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, I rolled a 50. 50. Um, so yeah, it'll it'll stay it'll stay up. All right, uh, girls, do you have any other plans, or were you heading out to? She the She said she was gonna wait, uh, but Charity still has to go wake up Everett. So, okay. did he have his own room, or where was he sleeping? 
Um, so you kind of run through the halls a little bit, <clears throat> and then you'll find him kind of like in the main lounge area. Uh, he is currently chewing on one of uh, rodeos. Uh, not sorry, not rodeos. On. <laughs> He's currently chewing on one of Max's shoes. Asan. <laughs> you tried Jesus. to correct yourself and did it again. I know. I'm sorry. It's a bad right. day for me. Um, Charity Olaf and Shia walks in uh, just seeing that and then goes seriously and remembering why she came in and be like, we have to go. I mean, he'll just, he'll, he can't really speak in this form, so he'll, he'll just look She's at gonna you. kneel down a little bit and put the amulet of Hades around his neck, deciding that since we might lose the uh, key to this place, it'd probably be better to keep it for him. And just say, when we leave this door, I need you to keep this hidden, or at least try to. Uh, I'm, he's he's gonna look mostly confused still. Like, um, if he if he changes, it's probably gonna take too long for him to even get to say anything. Yep. Um. Then she's just gonna nod her head. She's not really going to explain. <laughs> just, just, just trust me, okay? And then leave. Uh, he'll he'll shrug. And now we're leaving. Okay. Uh, so eventually you guys will uh, head out to the door. Be a little later in the evening. And uh, you guys, of course, will see uh, Aeson. He will have the blade uh, kind of newly formed in his hand. Something different. You've not quite seen that yet. And of course, Edmund standing beside him. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Did you bring it? Young man, what pleasure do you take in uh, robbing a couple people just trying to travel through? It's not my pleasure. Trust me, it's not my pleasure. It's his. And what do he you need help? Me. So, his pleasure, my pleasure... Yes, please give me. I can't the do that, I but I can it. help you with whatever's keeping you attached to him. Why do you feel the need to do his? This isn't a discount. Why sale. do you feel the need to do his bidding? Is this the part where I pretend like you're my therapist and everything is just going peachy keen in the world of the dead? Yes, if you wish. Or we could just be adults and have a conversation and in which I'm asking if you need help and if I can give you help in any way besides the trinkets. Give me a persuasion. This is where I hope that my proficiency helps. Can I give you a bardic experience? Well, to be fair, you said it as she was rolling it, so I'll. What is it? A D eight. Oh, I want a D eight, bitch. Yes. So that's a solid thirteen. And do you want to use that inspiration? Yep, that's a six. Okay. So that's a nineteen. So that's a nineteen. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He'll think for a minute. Even if I did say want to make a deal with you, he'd wipe the floor with you. I have faith that my god will protect me, and if she doesn't, then it was meant... Who are you? My name is Charity Videlo. I'm an acolyte of Aphrodite. And I only mean... Whoa, hold on. Whoa, wait, what? And he's going to point to the dude in the green. Who are you? The Aeson Goldhand. <laughs> Maggie, right? Uh, yes. And, of course, that's got to... You know they didn't really say his name? Is his that your name kid? Is Edmund. Did you get pregnant? Did you guys have a kid? We seem to amuse you. No. Why are we amusing? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, it's just I didn't realize I was in the presence of heroes. Heroes? <laughs> yeah, you guys were in the whole Croca thing, right? You fought the giant... We did what we could to help you people. Not You're diverting the conversation. No, I'm learning about who I'm speaking with. We'd love to do the same for you. There's not really much to learn about me unless you've got thousands of years of history. I mean, we have time, don't we? Simple fact is, <clears throat> he has a necklace. I want it destroyed. May I have your name? I lost it over the eons. Do you remember the first letter? Anything? Uh, let's let's roll. One d twenty six. Names are important. <laughs> oh, am I rolling? Yeah, let's see. Um. I mean, we could either do a 100, a D100, or I could have him roll a wisdom. Have him roll a wisdom. Or an intelligence. Probably a wisdom. I'm going to do wisdom. So that's dealing with, like, past and learning from your mistakes. And, um, let's see, battle tactics and all that junk. So let's do... Alright. Well, this isn't, this isn't a great roll. Because wisdom's only a plus... Well, it's not bad. It's plus three. Monster that, charity. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's still struggling. You know, honestly, I want to give it to you. I really do. I mean, we can go through the whole alphabet if you wish. A, no. It wouldn't yes. do you any good. Uh, actually, it probably would. So, A. Maggie. No, maybe. Maggie. What? I'm honestly trying to help. Do you want us to give you a new name for now? Uh, whoa, 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 stop with the sweetie, sweet, make sweet talks. It would be nice to have something to call you. Wouldn't you like something to be able to introduce yourself as? Even if it's not your original name? Just, just, yeah. And he's gonna, he's gonna point to the guy in the green. Prince, say a name at random. Uh, Frederick. There you go. All right, Freddy. 
No, Frederick. Say it what was, he said. It was Freddy. The of, it was I the like it. the name of the cat that I found. Um, he seems to be one who is down for brass tacks. Who is the he, and where can we find him to destroy that necklace that you need destroyed? See, that's the thing. He doesn't really have conventional name per se. He's more of an essence, really. An essence in a shell. A living shell. Really. Aren't we all? Not like this. <sighs> He's old stuff like me. Big wooda wooda, you know, woohoo, big booty bad. So where do we find him? That's the problem. The guy doesn't like to stick around in one place for too long, so when he wants to meet up, he sends out messages, signs, magic. He gets in touch. Is it bad omens? Like, for example, monsters popping out of nowhere? Sometimes. Sometimes Maggie's it's gonna worse. Look over. Maggie's going to look over at Charity. Hopefully he's after the same wavelength as he is. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. He's after these things, whatever they are. I don't know. He is wants he them. the one behind? Is he the one what? Behind the monster we fought at Croca? I don't know, honestly. Probably. If he's looking to collect the uh, Hades amulet, then probably. I think he was after the orb at that point. Then definitely. And if he really wants the amulet, maybe he'll come to us? No, he won't come to you. He'll go for one of the others. He sent me to get that, and if I could, to kill you. <laughs> hmm. Which, I mean, to be fair, probably... Oh, no, I think you could take it. I would probably think so. Shall we uh, continue to talk about how to find him there so that we can help you with your dilemma? It's not going to be that simple. Nothing ever is. You're not, I, I, I can tell you right now, even if you knew where he was right now, you're not strong enough. You got two humans, a tiefling, and uh, is Maggie a half elf or a bard? No, I'm a half elf. Oh, yeah, yeah so, I was about to say I'm yeah. human. Yeah, so two humans, a half elf, and a tiefling. And okay. you guys don't really have access to really powerful magic. Not yet, at least. So, okay, you want to do a deal? Let's do a deal. Let's cut brass tacks and actually be serious about this, too. I'll be your spy on the inside. <laughs> I'll tell you where his next move is. I'll tell you what he's doing. And in return, when you're strong enough, I get you in. I turn at the last moment. And we profit. And how do I know that you're... Or how do we... And she points to the group. Know that you are going to tell us the truth and nothing but the truth. And wouldn't you get hurt oh. if you go back without the amulet? Yeah, because you didn't. Didn't you just tell us that you would get killed? 
I mean, I'm sure I could probably find something that looks kind of like it. Tell him that uh, that's what I was told. I might get beaten around or something, but I don't think he'll kill me. I'll still seem somewhat useful. Hopefully. We must take him on his word that that's what he's going to do. That's all we can do. Normally, I'd give you some sort of collateral, say a necklace or something, but uh, <clears throat> that's what started this whole situation. So. Terry's just going to look around and try to get a general sense of how everyone else is feeling about this. Maggie does not trust him one fucking bit. Oh, uh, he'll he'll kind of perk up and uh, he'll remember something. He'll, he'll just take out the key and toss it down. Straight to Maggie. Maggie's going to use her mage hand to put, bring it closer to her. As she puts it in her own hand, gripping it very tightly. There you go. That's all I got to give. Her eyes are going to narrow a little bit, and then she's going to look at Charity and the rest of the group. How did Aeson kind of look like he felt when Charity looked back? He looks like a man who doesn't have much of an option. Alright. Um, Charity will hold out her hand for a handshake then and go... All right, we will help you when we're strong enough. He'll come down and he'll shake your hand. And she'll smile. And if you can get us in there eventually when we're strong enough, I mean, I know I have some unfinished business with this guy. You do? Yes, Maggie's he gonna look over at brought this monster down upon Kroka and killed many of innocents that... I would definitely say I have unfinished business there. Yeah, well, <clears throat> add that to the list of shit that he's already done. Killed several royal people, made it look like an accident. So he was behind the slayings. Hold on. Maggie's going to hold her hand up, and you guys are going to notice she's kind of shaking. Is he behind certain poisonings? Some. You guys are going to see her jaw tighten as she's trying to keep her composure. Is he behind the poisoning of her parents? Uh, hard to say. I don't have very fine pointed details, guys. That I am sorry about. But I mean, my information has been valuable nonetheless, correct? I would say so. Mm -hmm. Maggie's just going to nod. Okay, then. Deal stands. And trust me, I have a thousand years to make sure this deal goes through. <laughs> we'll make I sure of it. Hope it He's an heiress currently. Maggie's whole face is going to go pale. Good thing we're headed there soon. No. No, not good thing. We have time to get straight. He sees you. 
he's he's been biding his time for quite a while. That stunt in Croca, that's only the beginning. You get close to him, he gets scared. More stuff like that happens. He knows you're a threat. Why else would I be here? So he's too cowardly to come fight us himself or just not bothered? Maybe a little both. Maybe he's so scared just a little bit that he thinks it's not worth his time. He thinks if somebody with a little bit less of his ability could take care of it, then it was nothing to be worried about. It's a fool's errand thought, anyway. If you're not big enough to deal with the issue yourself, you probably shouldn't be dealing with the issue to begin with. But yet, here it is presenting. Either way, we do need to go to Eris. So I suppose we will deal with the consequences of said actions. I just keep it low. I don't know where he's at. I don't know what form he's got. And it's always the same elven dude. That's all I know. Elven? What's What does he look like? Uh, every once in a while, he'll take a new form. I've seen him take a form for maybe roughly 12 or so hours, and then it always goes back to the same one. It's a It's an older elven gentleman. I don't know. He looks like he literally just came from the forest. We'll keep an eye out on it then. Right. Well, thank you. Uh, uh, thank you. Remember. This doesn't leave us. I wouldn't dream of. Of course. Right. He'll, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What What's Maggie wearing currently? Uh, what she usually wears. Uh, anything fancy, maybe a new pin or anything? I mean, her ring. Ah, damn. I don't think he'd go for that. Um, Charity wearing anything? Fantastic. Uh, her Shiny. amulet of Aphrodite around her neck. Um, man, that's also something you probably wouldn't take. And then Aeson's got a brooch, but that's also important. I mean, Aeson's always wearing fancy things, though. I was about to say the corset that Maggie wears is very intricately done. Well, you had you had a kind of like a brooch to begin with, right? Yes. So before, so he'll come over to you and look you up your fancy clothing up and down. Just kind of hold out a hand. Approach, please. Asan will look at him for a minute and like, uh... And then just reach into his pocket and grab his old brooch out. Okay. As you reach into your pocket to grab the old brooch, kind of like, you know the picture how it's got like the ruffles of the white? Yes. Kind of like bat at it back and forth a little bit. Just kind of like see it fluff a little. That's on his shirt, so he's batting at Aeson's shirt. Yeah, Maggie's gonna get in between that. Mm-mm. That's flirty. I like it. I mean, you'll you'll kind of step in between them, and he'll be inside you. Nice. Ha! Oh! Mm, mm. And she's gonna like. Ah! You into that one, didn't you? 
yeah, I did, I did, I did, I did. And she's like shivering a little bit as she's hiding behind Asan. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> um, he'll he'll smile and and take the brooch with a the nice nod, like the fashion looks nice. I and try. then he'll float up and go. All right, I know what I'm turning in. Remember the plan, and I'll see you later. And then you'll just see a shimmer, and he'll just like chameleon mode. Asun looks sad at him taking the brooch a little bit, though. I mean, that was a... That was with him for a long time. Yeah. But he knows it needed to be done. It's better than the one that you have on now. Maggie's just gonna be gripping the back of his jacket and be like, can you tell him to go now? I think he's on his way, Maggie. Right. Well, let's get back on the road. Charity, shouldn't you go back to lay down at least? I think I'm fine now. That was a bit uh, of an adrenaline rush. You don't talk to a ghost every day. I think I need to pray. No, no. <laughs> you do that. Um, I can drive the she's car. Still gripping, she's still gripping on to Aeson, by the way. She's still like... <laughs> Aeson's you know probably I mean? turned around and like, you know, put an arm around her waist and told her close. Alright. Well, as you guys get settled, you guys get calmed down. The key is back in your possession, and an idea has been placed for a rope to be placed in the center of the keyhole and attached to somebody's belt loop uh, while traveling. Uh, Edmund just kind of comes up with that real quick with a shoelace. Um, if Good he doesn't put it around is. his belt loop, she would put it around hers. Okay. Or at least in her corset string, so that if anybody got close, she'd be they'd be really close to get to that key. Yeah. So maybe, well... maybe, just maybe, everyone, we should put it on me. Because I don't want any of you guys getting hurt, and things will find it a bit more hard to hurt me. But why put it on the one that we put on the front lines? And she raises her eyebrow, like, hmm? <laughs> In case we get snuck up on again? Well, there'll be you to protect me, no? Always. I think, uh, as you guys travel down the way, that is a good place to end it. Again, opportunists. My name is Winter, and I play Charity the Tiefling Cleric. I wanted to say thank you for listening to us. We hope you enjoy our episodes as much as we do. Don't forget to like and follow our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Special thanks to Purple Planet Music as we use their music for our ambience and sound effects. Also, thank you to Cobalt Press as we use some of their monsters to keep our games feeling lively. Again, just a huge thank you to you guys, our listeners, for enjoying this journey with us. And remember, keep your opportunities open.